Okay, well, I kind of want to start just by being vulnerable. I think that's important. Because of this meal, I was able to become a Chick-fil-A Silver Rewards member. Oh my goodness. And so here's the thing. The way it kind of works is uh, you got regular, right? That's where all of you would be at. Then there's silver and then there's red, right? So currently I'm 2,400 points away from red membership. But right now I'm silver, which means now instead of 10 points for every dollar I spend at Chick-fil-A, I get 11 points. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. One more piece of vulnerability. Uh, we, so my mom kind of still tracks my budgeting sometimes, and she tried to like calculate how much I spend dining out, especially like the past two years, and it was like an embarrassingly high number. So I'm excited because now in the dorms I'm eating at Hammy, so I plan to be much lighter on the wallet and you know exploring different territory with you know, different stations in Hammy. Uh, can I get a little bit of love for the dorms? Yeah. Who's living in a dorm? Yeah, let's get some dorms. Yeah, love for the dorms. Okay, so truth be told, a little background actually, this isn't my first time living in dorms. Yeah, so my first time living in a dorm was my freshman and sophomore year, Boland Hall at the Seton Hall University. It was a delightful time, and my second year, I spent as an RA, and I know the question you all have in your hearts, Tim, what was the most, what was the memory that stuck out the most, right? That's what you're all wondering? Okay, well, I'll answer. It's actually obscure. It's like a menial little task that I had when I was an RA, and it was my first one, right? So imagine Tim, 19 years old, stepping into a new job, has a lot of responsibility, he's super nervous, right? Guess what the job is? Well, I... Yeah, I forgot to check before I left my room. But you know there's the map, right? And there's a red sticker you put on the map. And it says, you are here. Right? Just imagine, just imagine the power that I had in that moment. With 700 sheets of paper in front of me. And like a huge map. And a bunch of you are here dots. Right? So I have all these stickers. A day's worth of energy. And then all these papers with a map. It's a lot of pressure, right? And you're wondering, did I kill it? Heck yeah, I killed it because I'm clutch. So <laughs> that was the hope, right? So the stakes were high and I delivered because I put the you are here dot in the place where the you are here dot actually belongs. Um, gosh, and I think the reason that that stuck out in that moment to me, I think the reason it was significant because God forbid, like a time of crisis came, which it didn't come in that particular year, someone actually would have been really grateful for that little sticker being in the right place. And so that's actually where I want to begin formation with for this 2019, 2020 year. There's a little bit of like, where have we been? Where are we now? And where are we going? Because it's actually kind of important to establish where you are, especially if uh, that, that hasn't been like talked about previously. So that's my hope for the time is to just kind of establish where the you are here dot is and to tell the story. Uh, I mean, generally like the story of Ohio Dominican, like the story of us. So a uh, quick explanation of how we got here. Um, okay. So take us back to like circa 2005 to like 2014, right? Uh, these names don't have to be familiar, but there's 
people like Dan Demite and Aaron Richards who went on to start Damascus or Catholic Youth Summer Camp. There's guys in community, men and women alike, like Jacob Doran, Mary Teresa Rainey. Uh, there's religious, like Emily Schaefer. All these people coming to ODU and entering in, starting to till a little bit of soil, just doing their best with what they know how, staying on campus, starting Bible studies. Um, and they were trying to kick kickstart something, right? So then fast forward, so that's 2004, 2014. Fast forward to 2015, there is a young college seminarian graduate who decides to take two years of his life to go serve with SPO. And he is paired with a lovely 22-year-old Miss Sarah Stewart. And they're tasked with starting a chapter at Ohio Dominican. Now, mind you, at this time, right, there are no missionaries at ODU. But there are people like... Maggie's brother, Jacob. There's people like Zach Ratliff. There's people like Sam Subler, uh, Jalen Devereaux, Maria Ritchie. And it was actually in this year. Does anyone know what happened in this year? Momentous, momentous time for ODU. Alex Cerna took his first step on this campus. 2015, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was. Okay. So here we go. 2016. People like uh, Cassie Dietrich, they got involved, and there are some stud freshmen. Do we know who those stud freshmen are? There's Maya, there's Daniel, there's Maggie, and, and Jill. Yeah. Okay, so here we are, 2016. Now, Patrick moves off to Kansas, right? So who's going to take Patrick's spot? Thomas Castelluccio. That name... Still, none of these names have to mean anything to you. But Thomas joins staff, and here's Sarah going into her second year. Only this time, things are getting serious because Sarah gets to move into Sands. And that also means Thomas gets to move into Fitz. And Thomas got to move into Fitz not only by himself, but with a couple people. Right? So here he goes. And then, uh, 2017, God begins to, like, what I would say, like, gather the nations to himself. Right? So who comes in 2017? Burtis, Adam, Mooney, Danielle, right? So all these people are moving, right? And they find their way to ODU. I mean, think about it. Like, God literally brought someone from San Diego to Ohio Dominican <laughs> University, <laughs> right? So there we go. That following year, right, Danielle chooses to live in household with Emily, Hannah, and Brittany, Right? But she knows Brittany yet. So 2018, SPO staff shows up, right? So you got Guy Davis leading the charge with Sarah Stewart, right? That's big time. And then you get Brittany coming, you got Craig coming, you got Danny coming, you got Gabby coming. And this is like face like Flint. Like, here we go. We're going at this, right? So things are moving and shaking. And that's when you start seeing men and women like Haley, where's Gregory? You got Maddie, where are you? Ah, Maddie is Silali, right? And oh, Kylie. Kylie, I wouldn't forget you. Don't worry. (laughs) 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 And so there they are. Kylie generously answering a call, right? To be part of a people. And just kind of step into like what God has for us, right? Calling closer and closer to himself. And now it's in this 2019 year, Honest Domini, the year of our Lord. That's some punk third year 
decides to cross the pond, if you will, <laughs> the Elm Creek Pond, <laughs> and join uh, what God's doing, right? And so now I get to reap the four years of intense but like seemingly joyous sowing that you all have done over these past five years. And I just want to claim this as like the biggest blessing in my life right now and say thank you to like each and every one of you. Okay, but like what exactly has those four years sown? I know I'm the newbie, but permit me to just like throw something out there. So when I see all of you, more importantly, like what I feel when I'm around you is an enthusiasm. I see you all engaged in more ways than one. Grace got engaged this past two weeks. (laughs) So clap for you, Grace. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I see engaged, hardworking, and focused men and women who want the kingdom of God fully alive at ODU. Is that like a good... Does that sound right? Okay. So with that, we've identified a you are here dot. And it might seem natural to jump from here to where we're going, right? However, a newly established enthusiastic formation community like our own, we just need to take a time to plant our flag. We need to take a time to remember where we are. Okay, quick story to like kind of explain that a little bit more. Uh, Background, I'm a Jersey boy, right? So copious amount of hours were spent growing up on the Jersey Shore, right? And one of my favorite activities to do at the Jersey Shore is uh, to go just out to like where the waves are starting to crash. And me and my buddies would like take like a power stance, right? And let the waves crash into us and try and like brave them, right? So they're like eight to 10 foot waves. This isn't like Lake Erie, right? So it's like eight to 10 foot waves. So naturally, right, the way that the waves crash, the way that the tide moves, you kind of move to the side as the day goes on, right? So on like the smarter days, we would like figure out what avenue we're on or like figure out which grocery store like was nearby us. And we'd say, oh, okay, I'm by Wally's World or I'm by the Target. Three hours later, we're really grateful that we demarcated, that we like said, okay, that's where I am. But on my dumber days, we would just like go out there. That was normally like your Labor Day weekend, your Memorial Day weekend, because you're like so excited, right? Everyone's there and you just like go out, right? And so I think, I think we're actually like in a similar spot. We're excited and we're ready to get in the water. However, if we don't take like a time to ground ourselves, if we don't gather our bearings, I think we might end up regretting that a little bit down the road. And so one of the practical ways we want to ground us as a people is through formation, specifically the content. And so without further ado, drum roll, please. Our formation theme this year will be everyday excellence. You might want to write that down. Everyday excellence will be our theme. So in this course, we'll be trying to figure out like the few key areas of our life, right? But in no way am I saying that this is like everything. In no way will this like summarize the Christian life, right? The the content is just meant to be like poking at things that we've seen trends in and want to make you aware of. See, the problem is that you might 
that I might not notice or value these areas right now. But the pro, the other thing is that like I was talking to my dad about this last night and he was saying that you notice and value them only when they're going wrong. Right. And so just to like lay out the six courses that will be, or the six, uh, content that we'll be going through. We're going to start with daily discipleship. We're going to move to nightly reflection and we're going to go through time management. We're going to talk about uh, media consumption. We're going to talk about men and women relating and then we're going to finish with budgeting, right? So areas that you might not be like focused on right now that might not have particular value to you, but if they were going wrong, you would notice them and you would value them and they might cause like a little anxiety, a little stress. So we just want to jump on that now. We want to be proactive in tackling those kind of things. Um, the way that will actually be helpful in your books before I move on is there's eight tabs in each binder. Before it's confusing, right? There's only six talks, right? But the first one's going to be SMR. And then you got two handouts with that, right? You got the content, and then you got the prayer meeting, right? The words that were spoken on the prayer meeting. So that's going to go in that first tab, and you can label that one with the little sheet that's in the bottom left corner of your binder. You can label that one SMR. The second one you can label kickoff. That's where you can put these notes, this outline, and then next time we gather, we'll give you a copy of the prayer meeting notes. So that's where that will go. So I'll give you guys just a minute to like organize that okay so the first tab will be smr you'll put the content sheet and the prayer meeting sheet there the second one will be kickoff and that is where you'll put this the outline now the talk outline and if you're a real go-getter tonight you can go back to your room and you can throw under the six talk names for the semester so that you're kind of like oriented for the rest of the time I'll give us some time to figure that out. Oh, I can repeat the six talks. You might just want to write this down on the outline. <laughs> There's no world where I would expect you to remember those six talks. Daily discipleship. Nightly examine or nightly reflection. Time management. Media consumption. Men and women relating. And then budgeting. And so what we were praying through is that all of that is going to be delivered in the context of everyday excellence. One is daily discipleship. Two is nightly examine or nightly reflection. And five is men and women relating.
Okay, so hopefully, so far, what we've kind of laid out for you, and if you're following along in the outline, where have we been, right? Where are we now? Where are we going? And so the fourth point is how can I help? What is your role? Okay, so uh, in order to do that, I just want to establish some like formation ground rules, if you will. Right? The goal of formation, the goal of formation, but more importantly, the goal of life, right, is to become like Jesus. Goal of life is to become like Jesus. I don't think that's a surprise to many people here, but I think the problem comes with the way that that looked in my life growing up. It was just massively underwhelming. Right? I was thinking that I was just going to be a nice Christian boy, right? And the way I knew that was, am I like opening the door? Am I saying please and thank you, etc.? Like that's what makes me someone who is like Jesus. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is forming Jesus's character inside of me, inside of us. I'm talking about his resilience, his vision, his consistency, the way he related with the Father, the way he related with his disciples, the women in his life, the way he made time for these random encounters, the way he strategically went about the Father's work on earth, all of it. So when I say our goal is to become like Jesus, what we actually mean is that we want the Holy Spirit to be forming the character of Jesus in our hearts. I feel like most Christians look at Jesus and they see like the blueprint for a shack in a 1960s like hippie commune, right? But who would want that? Like no one. No one wants that. That's the answer to that question. No one wants 1960s hippie commune, right? What I'm talking about is forming Jesus's character inside of us, the transformation of our hearts. But we don't have to use the word character. We can say the life of Jesus and, and the heart of Jesus. The point is that it's bigger than just doing nice things. This is about the transformation of our hearts. And that's what I want to be like literally painfully clear about today and probably for the semester is the transformation of our hearts. That's what's at stake this year. That's what I'm putting on the table. What you get out, what you put in. And this is probably the most important sentence I'll say tonight. Formation is more than just a talk and a small group. If you check both of those boxes, you're getting nowhere. I'll repeat that. Formation is more than just a talk and a small group. If you check both of those boxes, you're getting nowhere. Right, so think about it. What if I told you that I took a class on the stock market? I had a bi-weekly group where I sat down and I spoke about what I learned, but I never actually invested in the market. Does that make me an investor? Or what if like every week, right, I go to the Buckeye football game, right, and I talk about it with all my friends and I listen to all the right podcasts, right? Does that make me a player on the football team? No. And gosh, I mean, if I talk about holy things, right, and listen to a bunch of holy talks, does that then make me holy? No, and I, I hope you can see where that connection lies. And I think actually scripturally, this is where the Pharisees went wrong. I mean, the Pharisees were all about holy things. They were probably like uh, the most about the holy things, right? But they were also the most lost. 
carrying it over. Formation is more than just a talk and a small group. It's more than just a talk and a small group. It's about a willingness to do whatever it takes to give Jesus permission to form his character inside of you. It's about submitting to a greater process that Jesus is leading you on. But let me be clear. I mean, looking at those talks, right? This isn't self-help. Sure, I, I think a lot of these principles will help you. But we do this as a community. The thing is that we're going to have Jesus' character. Ooh, that was a good catch. The truth is that if we're going to have Jesus' character inside of us, we have to look at his heart. And his very heart is centered on the question, what can I give? And I think the direct uh, opposition to that question is how can I take? Right? And so what this looks like in our life, specifically in this context, is, oh, gosh, it's Thursday night. I'm so tired. I don't feel like going to formation tonight. Right? That's saying, what can I take? Instead, we should be asking, how can we give? What that looks like is, gosh, the guys in my small group, they just talk so much. But it's not, what can I take? It's, what can I give? And that needs to be our first attitude. And I think that should be enough for today. So, uh, yeah, formation is more than just checking the boxes. The main question we want to be asking ourselves now and throughout the whole semester, throughout our whole lives, is, is what can I give, not what can I take? Those are the two things that I think play a pivotal role in that fourth question, if you are a strategic note taker. Uh, and then so a few quick practical notes to end. Uh, I kind of explained the binder a little bit. Let me know if you have any questions about that. But I just want to give a word on the content and the speakers. So I've explained why we're covering the material we're covering. But what you may be wondering is how do we choose the speakers? Right? That's a valid question. And I just want to answer that up front, bring some like absolute clarity to that. The fact is that I could put up a projection of someone giving a way more dynamic talk than me because he is more articulate and more convincing and more motivating than I will ever dream of being in like a million years, right? So I could do that for literally every single talk, daily discipleship, examine, time management, social media, men and women relating, budgeting, like every single one of those, I can find talks that will do a better job than any of our speakers will be able to, right? But that's not what we're actually going for. Um, and that might seem weird, but uh, I think what you'll notice throughout the semester is that the people we're selecting are people who have heard this content before in your shoes, in my shoes. What we're trying to go for is people who have not only heard the content before, but maybe have actually been living in the same place that you're living. Okay, not in your dorm. That would be weird. They're not, but they've lived and hopefully been involved in life at ODU, right? So people who have heard the same content at one time or another and people who have lived in the life at ODU, right? And there's pros and cons to that, right? So some of them might not be the most convincing. Some of them might not be the most articulate, right? But we're sacrificing that for the sake of having people who have been where you've been. Because if you remember, our call is to be a transformational people and to live deep relationships, not like deliver banging content. That's not our call. And so we're trying to be as faithful to our call as possible and let every way of our life 
live that out. And I think uh, that's where I can actually like leave us for real. Um, so yeah, at this point, let's take five minutes, relax. We're going to set up some worship. We're going to start our prayer meeting. If you want, you can look at the prayer meeting sheet from SMR, start like praying into that a little bit, have a conversation, but I think that should be it for content for tonight. So thank you.